Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Let's go! Let's go! Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Jet Set Fantasy Football, the only podcast that contemplated changing its name to Big Chest Fantasy Football. I'm Jordan Nutter. I'm Brian Stein. And I'm JB. Hi, oh, guys. Good job. Finally. Yeah, Let's just say your name on the first try. <laughs> Christmas miracle. I wanted I wanted to say something else, but I know I'd get yelled at again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It took you only, what, eight episodes to learn? It's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Right into it. We have a great show planned for you today. We're going to be talking a little more rookies. We've got three running backs and three wide receivers to introduce to you. We're going to talk about those important prospects in the 2019 draft class. Combine's coming up rapidly approaching. Next week. You guys yeah. excited? Yeah, baby. It's, I always get full because the first day of the combine, I always get drunk. Well, obviously, <laughs> the first day of the combine uh, is not actually the day it starts because that's just like, oh, yeah. we're just, they're going to come in, yeah. they're going to watch a video. Doesn't it technically yeah. start on like Wednesday or something like that? It's, yeah, and ex- I think like qu- running backs and wide receivers typically go on I think day two of exercises. Yeah. I think yeah. the quarterbacks yeah. the, no quarterbacks to go with the wide receivers. Yeah, okay, then maybe that's it. Maybe it's running backs are first. I'm pretty sure. That, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the quarterbacks wide receivers are going on Saturday. And I think running backs are going on. No, I think defense always Friday. finishes up the. Uh, or does defense? It was start definitely it? a weekend. Like it was definitely a weekend. Regardless, we are excited for the combine. We should have researched, even this if more. we don't know the schedule. We are excited. Hey, I mean, it's it's not it's really a moot point right here. We'll have another episode whenever they're getting heighted yeah. and measured and weighted. Yeah, hopefully, maybe we'll talk about it. Ooh, who do you want to see do well? Who do I want to see has a long arm? That's, yeah, you know what a long arm means. Long sleeves, big cock. Zero. Ready to get started oh. with a game? Sure. All right, guys. First game I have for you today is called Ready? Ready for it? Yes. Draft Capital. What we're going to do here, guys, I'm going to introduce you. I'm going to give you several players. Don't try and peek Josh at any answers. You too, Brian. Uh, I'm going to give you several players, and your goal is going to be tell me in order from greatest to least draft capital they were drafted in. High to low. Does that make sense? So if I told you, let's say, uh, Saquon Barkley and Baker Mayfield, I told you rank them from highest draft pick to lowest draft pick, you would say Baker Mayfield and Saquon Barkley. We understood? That's what I okay. was going to say. All right. So you guys ready? 
I don't think I really took it easy on I you think guys I'll be, here. I think I'll be good at this game. Uh, I think you will be too. Okay. So, and also, like, I'm gonna we're gonna go in the honor system here. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna make you guys write down answers, but you are definitely not supposed to steal the answers of whoever yeah. says it first. <laughs> I think don't I'll be, be like, eh, that might be better. I think I'll be good at this because Brian has thought Keenan Allen was a first round pick for three years. Ready to go? Wait, <laughs> he's not. <laughs> I'm just I knew. I that. wouldn't give him any hints. <laughs> wink, wink. Question one. Royce Freeman, Devonta Freeman, and Tevin Coleman. Ooh. Tell me who was drafted highest to lowest. Can I have him one more time? Of course you can. Royce Freeman, Devonta Freeman, and Tevin Coleman. Can I ask one question? Absolutely. Are these all third rounders? No. No, they're not. Okay. I know Royce is, a fish- is definitely a third rounder. Well, that one's fresh. Go ahead, keep going. Keep talking. So I think I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go uh, Devontae Adams first. Freeman, you mean? Or wait, you said Freeman? It was Devontae Freeman. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought you said Adams. They're all running. They are all running backs. There's two Freemans and Coleman, or there's two Falcons and a uh, Bronco. And a Bronco. However you want to look at that. You got to look at your sheet. I'm like, who, wait, who the fuck's the third guy? <laughs> Royce Freeman, Devontae Freeman, and Tevin Coleman. The only one I don't know is when Coleman was drafted. Yeah. You gotta put them in order. Who is first? Who's the highest? You think, JB? I think the highest is. I think I'm gonna go Royce, and then I'm gonna go Telvin, and then I'm gonna go Freeman. So that's high to low. Yes. So you think Royce was first? Yes. Okay. I am gonna say Adams. I Freeman. I, yeah. I said Adam, I, 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 that was my fault. I, I called the same shit on him, and you did I, the same I, exact I thing. It's it's Freeman. Royce, Tevin. Can you, okay, you guys both confuse the fuck out of me because there's two Freemans. You did this. This is your fault. JB, tell me your three f- in order first. The f- first and last names, please and thank you. <laughs> number one was Royce Freeman. Number two is Telvin Smith. And number three is... Tevin Coleman. Or, <laughs> I, hate, I just hate everything. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> there's too many names that are d- similar to this, other people's names in This the was your fault. This is a good game, but this was a bad start. Yeah. So JB is saying Royce Freeman, Devonta Freeman, Tevin Coleman is the order. No, other t- reverse. Devonta Freeman, Royce Freeman, Tevin Coleman? <laughs> no. Uh, you so say my, it when we're done. My first one is Royce Freeman. Okay. Second? Is Tevin Coleman. And then the next one is Devonta Freeman. Got I'm it. sorry, listeners. We're back on track now. JB, you got it. Brian, give me your order. Devonta Freeman. Royce Freeman. Tevin Coleman. Devonta Freeman was a second round pick. Who'd you say was a second round pick? Devonta Freeman. JB's shaking his head no. Let's see what the answer is, guys. So, number one, the top pick was Royce Freeman. Damn it. No, 71 overall, round three. Number two was Tevin Coleman, 73rd overall, round three. Of course, Devontae it was Freeman a fourth round pick. was a fourth-round pick, 103rd overall. Florida State boy. I, I know. I swear he was a second-round pick. <laughs> nope. So Brian got none right. And <laughs> Your boy J- got three. JB, after all that crap, I did get it right. <laughs> JB hit a three for three. All right. All right. After all that, see, listeners stuck in. I hope JB knows his shit. Everybody loves a comeback story. Round two. Like the Kardashians. Devontae Adams. She had come on her back. The, do you hear that? Devontae Adams. Yes. yes. Cortland Sutton and Alshon Jeffrey. Ooh. These are, are definitely all second they rounders. They are all second rounders. I think I'm going to go. I'm pretty sure. It, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Uh, who was the second one? 
Cortland Sutton. Thank you. Cortland Sutton, I'm pretty sure it's first. And then I think it's going to be Adams. And then I think it's going to be Alshon. All right. I got JB's answer down. Brian, what are you thinking? I think it's Devontae Adams first. Cortland Sutton second. Who was the third one? Alshon. Alshon Jeffrey third. So you guys both agree that Alshon was the lowest drafted. All right. The answer is the top pick was Cortland Sutton. Round two, pick 40 overall. JB got that one right. Oh, oh, you did. Damn it. Brian said Devontae Adams. I remember him getting drafted really early. Devontae Adams was the lowest drafted. Second round, 53rd overall. Alshon was second round, 45th overall. So the proper order was Sutton, Jeffrey, Adams. JB was one of three. Brian was 0 for three. Yeah, this is not my game. JB is up easily, four to nothing. How many rounds are we at? We got five rounds. Ooh, okay. So I, I'm still in this. You're still in this. All right. Round three is one for the quarterbacks. Okay. One for the quarterbacks. Dak Prescott, Nick Foles. Oh, fuck. Oh, I have no idea where Foles was drafted. And Russell Wilson. Okay, Russell's definitely first out of those three. Was he, though? Where was Foles drafted? You guys are playing against each other. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that that is a big thing. I just don't know at all where Foles was drafted. He came out of nowhere to win a Super Bowl. I'm going to... Fuck. Do you want to go first this time? I, I do. I'm going to say... So, sorry, it was Russell Wilson. So I'm not giving you order. I, I need to repeat, please. Uh, the, so, the question was Dak Prescott, Nick Foles, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, Nick Foles, Dak Prescott. Brian saying Russell Wilson, Nick Foles... Dak Prescott. No cheating over there. I'm texting. Your mother for the answers. Mom, where, where was Nick Foles drafted? Can you, That'd can, be awesome can, if can my mom knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think it's Russell Wilson. I think it's Nick Foles. I think it's Dak Prescott. So we have the same order. So you guys agree on yes. the order. You guys are both exactly right. That is the exact order. Man, you're supposed to switch it up. <laughs> round, uh, <laughs> round three, pick 75 for Wilson. Round three, pick 88 for Foles. Yeah, mine was just like, I don't know where, so a nice safe middle was, was my guess. Round four, pick 135 for Dak Prescott. Oh, actually, I thought Dak Damn. was taken later than that. I thought he was taken in the fifth. No, I, yeah. He was so with that, the score is now seven to three. The last two questions, the next one's worth double. The next then the one after that's of worth. Of course it is. The, I hate this. The one after that's it's worth triple. This is anybody's is. game. This is the, like this is cheap family feud style. Like. I plan that though. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. I hope they're at least harder. I hope they're at least interested. It does get a little bit harder. Okay. David Johnson. Nick Chubb. Derrick Henry. Oh. I, I didn't go too hard on you, but it's a little, those are all the, second rounders. The last one is the toughest. I'll tell you that. So sorry, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and David Johnson. David I think Johnson. I have my answer. All right, JB, go ahead and hit me with that answer. I think it's Nick Chubb. I think it's Derrick Henry. And then I think it is uh, David Johnson. Sorry. I actually think it's the same thing, but for math's sake, I'm going to switch and I'm going to say Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, David Johnson. All right, let's start from the bottom. You both agree David Johnson was the lowest pick. That is correct. Yay. Round three, pick 86 overall. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought he was a third rounder. Yeah, I did too. As for the other two, JB says Chubb is first. Brian says Henry was first. JB's right. Yep. Chubb was a near first rounder. Round two, pick 35. I knew he was. Henry was round two, pick 45. Ten picks later. That's stupid. 
So that me. So that's so JB got three out of three times two. That's plus six points. JB's now sitting at thirteen. Brian got one out of three times three. Three points. Brian's at six. Hey, triple here. So, so triple here. So you can get a nine, which would definitely put you past JB if he misses on this one. Mm-hmm. It's anybody's game, but it's close. Ready for the last question? So actually, you, the last you, one. There's actually four. What do you? Oh, I was. I'm yeah. looking at the math. So I was just thinking I could get all three right. You have to get two right to guarantee a win. Okay. Well, now there's uh, there's four in this last question. Oh, okay. Well, that's wrong. That throws it all out the window. I don't, know, do I don't, even, I don't yeah. even know what the fucking math is. Yeah. All let's right. just do it. Fuck Let, the math. Question five. Can we pause this and just do the math real quick? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you have a computer. Do the math there. I don't want to. Let's rock. Okay. Keenan Allen. Not a first round pick. Even I know that. Kenny Galladay. Oh. Tyler Boyd. And Robert Woods. Oh, fuck you, Robert Woods. Name them from earliest to latest drafted. One more time for the listeners at home while you guys think about your answers. Keenan Allen. Kenny Galladay. Tyler Boyd. Robert Woods. Woods is going to fuck us. I'm going to go with Woods number one. Then I'm going to go with Keenan Allen. Then I'm going to go with Boyd. And then I'm going to go with... Uh, sorry, I lost my... Galladay. Thank you. Because I'm pretty sure he was a third rounder, so I'm going to go with him being at the very bottom. JB says Woods, Allen, Boyd, and Galladay. Yeah, I know Galladay was a third rounder. I just have no clue. You could tell me he was... You could tell me Robert Woods was a first rounder, and I might believe you. Part of me thinks he was a first rounder. I'm just not 100% sure. That's why I have him won. I'm going to say, shit, wait, was Boyd a third or a second? Shit, I don't know, a, man. What was, was it? A second. I'm going to say Keenan Allen, Tyler Boyd, Robert Woods, and Kenneth Galladay. All right. One more time. It's all on the line here for the win. JB says Woods, Allen, Boyd, Galladay. Brian says Allen, Boyd, Woods, Galladay. The lowest pick. You both hit it. Galladay, mm-hmm. round three, pick 96. I think pretty sure it was a compensatory pick. That sounds right. You both hit that one. The next one up, you both missed. Keaton Allen. Oh, shit. <laughs> round three, pick 76. So, number two was Tyler Boyd. Round two, pick 55. Brian hits that one. JB misses. And then we both. In the last oh, overall, you, missed, you got this one. Yep. JB got the right in round two, pick forty-one. JB got it right. Brian missed it. So because I remember two. Woods being a high talent, but I don't remember or like a very coveted talent. But I don't rem- didn't think he. I thought he was like a Nick Chubb who got like yeah, just missed. Yeah, just missed the first round. So you both get six points. That means JB walks out of the game with a hefty nineteen. Gang. Brian scores a respectable twelve. JB for the win. What Not up? Five. Congratulations, everybody! Give him a round of applause. Do I get to pick whoever we talk about first now? Yeah, I guess so. Is that what you? That was you want? Is that what your booby yes, prize is? I want that. You needed the win today. I'm glad you won. Thanks, man. You're welcome. I mean, you, you kicked your ass too, yeah, he man. Did. He was, did. He, you, you did. Two. I thought I was going to be good at this game. Yeah. You got two completely right, at least. Not close for me. All right, guys. So we are talking about three wide receivers and three running backs today. We've picked them before the episode. We've done our homework, and we're ready to discuss. We're going to discuss Trayvon Williams, 
uh, Miles Sanders and North Dakota State's Bruce Anderson on the wide receiver you side. You to actually throw out the school for Bruce Anderson. You have to. I don't know why. I, I saw him on Twitter, which is kind of why I picked him, but just because I'm like, oh, I kind of want to see who this guy is. But yeah, interesting regardless. On the wide receiver side, we're talking Georgia's Riley Ridley. See, I can say schools for other people too. <laughs> Stanford's JJ Arcega Whiteside, not to be confused of the other JJ Arcega Whitesides. And Very common name. Hassan Whiteside. Shit, who was the third Hassan one? Hassan Whiteside. Massachusetts, Andy Isabella. Yeah. So, so guys, ready to dig in? JB, name. you won the game. Who do you want to talk about first? I think I want to talk about JJ Arcega Whiteside first. JJ Arcega Whiteside. With pleasure. The number one receiver out of Stanford, standing in at six foot two. Uh, I'm sorry, I almost said pounds for weight. Six foot two inches and two hundred twenty two pounds. Could His be senior. Six, I, he might get closer to six three at the combine. We'll see. So throw it out for me, JB. What jumps off of the tape for you with JJ Arcega Whiteside? Biggest thing is, and this is why I think I have him. None of these guys may, broke into my top five, but I do have JJ Arcega Whiteside as my six right now. Because I think he is going to be, at the next level, a very good red zone target. And I think it could be a guy who could score a lot of touchdowns at the next level. So if, uh, if, if you want to guys, if you guys want to save some breath, let's go ahead and call him J-Jaw, because that's almost cooler. J-Jaw? Yeah. J-J-A-W. Oh, okay. I see what you did. J-Jaw. Like yeah, I like it. Okay. Instead of J-J-R, it's like a white side, which is just such... I mean, yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster, for some reason, rolls off the tongue very easily. It, it does. It's a lot of S's, and his first name is just so effortless. Yeah, Juju, yeah. Even though JJ it's is JJ, JJ Juju, that's it's literally name. less. <laughs> but it's, but how many motherfuckers have the first name Juju? Yeah, it's so, not even Juju. It's John, which is it hilarious. Used to, used to be John. <laughs> used to be John. Not anymore. Is it legally changed? Probably. So what jumped out to me was his ability to jump. Oh yeah, no he he can point the he point not high points but like I would say he I, high points he does he does high point but I'm trying not to say like he can he can has, box what's out. the word I'm oh he can really box out but yeah. what's the word catch radius that's the word I'm looking ah, for has he, a very good catch radius he does have a very wide catch radius I agree with he you does. there because Stanford I mean Stanford's QB was singing some poopers oh man he and he was bad. he was still snagging them uh but I was, I'm interested you said um his uh jump ball. Because I kind of thought that he didn't really seem to jump too much. He almost looks like a basketball player playing football, he, he which is both exactly of his parents like are that. basketball players. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, like, I didn't see – I'll say – we'll see in the combine for sure, but I didn't see a strong vertical jump is what I'm saying. He was almost winning in a way that he might wouldn't be necessarily be able to do in the NFL. He almost was more kind of taking on the press and just getting his body around uh, him. Yeah, so and it, in the NFL, yeah. that not, that's not really going to happen. His body positioning and his ability to box out were really his big things. You're right. His vertical might not have been great, but the timing on his jumps mm-hmm. were uh, were near perfect. Yes. And if you look at his release, I think his release is maybe one of the he, best wide receivers I, or of the wide receivers I had in a this note class. that he could get off the press and he got pressed a lot because I think that they were challenging his speed because I think that's going to be a big question mark for him. I thought he was kind of shifty as a ball carrier too. I thought he had a little more uh, nuances. He, What I saw, I saw similar to that, he was just good enough as a ball carrier. He would make one guy miss, but he wasn't going to make five guys miss. Well, we're talking about like Andy Isabella makes no guys miss, which really I didn't see that man. He goes more of he goes more for the I'm just going to try to outrun you, man. Andy Isabella. <laughs> yeah, Andy true. Isabella just looks like he's working so hard. We'll talk about yeah, it. We will. We but will. okay, but back I, on JJ. I, that, I I don't write notes when I look at tape. I just kind of watch. And, but I wanted to write down a note, and I do have a note, and it's it won't surprise anybody what I write <laughs> for Andy well, Isabella. Yeah, for Andy and oh, Isabella. Okay. Again, we'll get to we'll it. We'll save it. Uh, so. I want to talk, I want to ask you about JJ's hands because I started out thinking 
man, this guy has great hands. I thought then, he, I th- still think he has. Great I kind of fell off. I saw a couple drops. I think what it is is so I think Ry- I saw some drops from Riley Ridley too. <laughs> I yeah, see dro- I saw drops from. You see drops like people will have drops. I, I do, but there are, uh, you these ha- guys aren't the perfect. Key, the key is to identify <laughs> the kind of drop. I think. I think he had. Uh, dependable hands, but not strong. Not everybody hands. can be Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. I think they were. Yes, exactly. Larry Fitzgerald or like Tyler Boyd Tyler has Boyd. hands. Like when they, it's, it's almost like a lockjaw on the football. Yeah, they're they're almost trying to pop the ball. It yeah. like when they catch it, I'd say there, I saw a focus drop or two. Um, especially like if they, if you there was a Notre when they were playing Notre Dame, there was like a certain oh specific, that was just bad. There was a specific so, play was wherever a, he. If you guys want to watch that, don't or if you guys want to watch JJ Arcega Whiteside, don't watch the Notre Dame. You gonna keep cutting me off, motherfucker? I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm there gonna was, pick this. There was one certain play where he just did a curl, but there were four Notre Dame guys like around him, but not in the way of the ball, and you just saw like kind of the fear in his heart when he went to catch yeah. it. Yeah, I so I actually made that note because. uh during the Notre Dame game, he was pretty much shadowed by Julian Love is the cornerback from Notre Dame, who's probably going to be a late first, early second rounder. And he shut him down. And I mean, talk about going up against NFL talent. He, that, he's probably going to be an NFL starter at the cornerback position. I look at, I see, when I look at, at Arcega White side, I think he's more of a, um, probably a, a strong wide receiver two in an offense. I don't think he's a star wide receiver oh, one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I originally had him. I originally wrote down Juju Light because I thought I liked his route running. Then I, you know, watched more and I kind of fell out of love. I fell out of love with him the more I watched tape. Yeah, I haven't been able to find a good comp for him. I don't think he's a, he's not nearly the gamer that Juju is. No, he's not. But I originally my thought was he was a mix between Devin Funches and Juju. I think physically against the press. You said he liked him against the press, but I think he do- he dances a lot. I don't know if somebody really is getting physical with him. He might struggle. Yeah, no. If someone really gets in his face, it's it is, and I think that's actually one of his knocks on his draft on his combine profile is his struggle against press, which I definitely saw it. But his ability to box out can help him, and his ability or his catch radius can help him with that. But yeah, especially when you go against someone who, like. Jalen Ramsey at the next level, who is a huge, just strong cornerback, he could definitely struggle against someone yeah, like him. Yeah, a guy like that, Richard. I Sherman, would say yeah. that is true, but I think nine out of ten wide receiver prospects will struggle. Like that, press yeah. will be the one thing that was all of them struggle against. I agree. That's why I'm always like, if I can see a wide receiver that's very good at breaking press coverage at college, I'm always like, yes, I want yeah. this guy. I, I saw that he he. I think he flashed the ability to uh to get out of press pretty well. Yeah, no, it's it a de- it's a definite it's a definite but, coachable trait. Yeah. Uh, so ultimately, what do you guys think? What's your final? If you had to give them a letter grade, what do you think? B, Solid B, B minus C plus. I see. I, I think it might be a little more or uh, better. A more, let's say, generous, greater than you two. I give him a B plus. I would give him like an eighty-seven, not a yeah. B plus yet, but he's almost at a B. Plus. I would probably give him like an I think 80. that is a B plus. I think eighty-eight, and or doesn't, I guess that would be doesn't yeah. Matter. 86 and a half. Some people care. I would give him like an 80, 81. Before I forget, somebody sent, uh, used the contact us form this week. <laughs> Yay. I hate him already. Thanks, guy. Somebody committed. It's like, hey, it's like, I'm, or one. Just Sorry. Like, uh, I assume it was a guy, but he said, hey, just interested. If you guys end up doing a league, I think it should be a dynasty league. And I definitely want in. Oh, yeah. We would Good definitely know, do friend. a dynasty league if we did it. I, th- I forget the people forgot we kind of come from dynasty roots. It used to be Jet yeah. Set Dynasty football. Now it's Jet yeah. Set Fantasy football. Right. Because uh, we don't really just keep it to dynasty, but the off season. What else do you talk about? Yeah, it's an easy transition. Absolutely. We're talking about dynasty right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we might talk about that later. Yeah, so JJ Arcega Whiteside is on my six on my top. So probably looking at, for right a lot now. of guys, late first, early second round prospect in a rookie, in a uh, rookie yeah. draft. 
Oh, in a rookie draft? I thought you meant in the real draft. No, yeah, not yeah. in the NFL draft. In the dynasty football rookie draft, where do you think an Arcega Whiteside comes off the board? Early second. I would say middle second. Yeah. I would agree. Somewhere early to middle second. I'd be really happy getting him in the second round. I have him as probably my lowest. Did you? Get, so neither of you were really super concerned about his speed or his ability to separate? Because that was what I mean. That was, I mean, that was not, I don't really look concern. at him as a deep threat. Though. I don't really I look see at him, him as, more of a red zone. Target. I mean, they they try to make him a deep threat. His speed is not concerning to me. I'd say he's still going to run a four five. I don't think he's. I don't think he's like Treadwell level slow. Where we're thinking he might run a four eight. Um, yeah, he won't. Run I don't, he's not a burner, but I'm, I think. He may not be a true deep threat in the in traditional sense, but a lot of guys that do it at this level won't be. Um, yeah, but I think true. he's still, more, I think he's quick out of his cuts. I think he's more than fast enough to excel at the next level. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be watching him. I, I think he's going to run a late four six, like a four six seven. In a seamless so. transition with speed, do we want to talk about Andy Isabella next? Since we want to talk about well, Jay, speed? well, you won, but now the loser gets to pick the next player. So let him. He has to go nominate yeah, it. It's my turn. We're gonna talk about Ridley Riley. Oh well, that was that was obvious. Yeah, because <laughs> I love Ridley Riley. Riley Ridley. Ridley Riley. Riley Ridley. Fuck! Would you do that. get it fucking right? I, I won't <laughs> ever get it right. I'm sorry. I will never get it right. His brother's in the NFL, man. I, I mean, if I'm looking at this on the paper. There is one letter difference between the motherfucker's first and last name. <laughs> no, it's yeah. Whoa, fuck yeah, it is. Did Holy you shit. not realize that? Oh, I was gonna say it's just the you the add D. the D between <laughs> yeah. the I and the L, yeah. and you have his last name. I understand. Like as he was probably like the dumbest kid until like age four or five because he's like I know how to write like five or six letters. <laughs> yeah, really. He had nothing. Uh, Tef, this bleh, bleh. bleh. I'll, I'll, let's, let's lead us in. Riley Ridley, yes. wide receiver out of Georgia, number eight for anybody that might be watching the tape at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, standing in at six foot two inches, two hundred pounds. Probably one of the older prospects, a redshirt senior. I think he was born uh, December ninety six. So we'll put him in nor- nor- near the top of the ages of this class. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys? So th- Calvin. So generally, positive feelings on Riley Ridley, guys. Yeah, uh, I would say very, very positive. I agree. I am. Uh, I was amped. I didn't think that we'd be watching a stud, but I think we 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 very well might have. Yeah, I mean, I said this before we started recording, but he may. He's probably one of the two or three guys that has a real chance to be elite. And I mean, elite being a legit wide receiver one. Yeah, I mean, obviously we had one year removed from Calvin Ridley. I think a lot of people obviously try and compare the two. Their games are very different. Yeah, I agree. I think Calvin's uh, a lot more of a burner. You think so? I thought that uh, Riley was a bit more explosive. I, I was. Bet, I bet Calvin would. I bet Calvin runs his forty faster than Riley will. Yeah, I would agree. I think that Riley is more of a bread and butter outside wide receiver. Yeah. Where he's gonna play outside the hashes, where Calvin kinda play he can play slot, he's quicker, I think, but I think maybe the deep speed is there for Riley. Ridley? Riley? I, I'm I'm dead. I, I give up. He's, I mean Riley Ridley was his name. That's what you said. Yeah. You said it right. I did. Good for me. Quick kicking so, your ass. It's my job. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean I, I saw great acceleration. Uh Chris Brout running. He almost yeah. has like an effortless speed to it, Especially it really like some is. of these wide receivers you look like they're long, they're just built for the play, and let's just they're running so fast, and it seems like, you know, without even trying almost mm-hmm. at times. Um, I thought he's so quick out of his cuts. I think that was the one thing that yeah. hung with me through everything. Like, this, like, he just leaves cornerbacks just tripping while he's already getting, you know, catching the pass. His route running was extremely yeah. impressive. I just say he does everything well. Yeah. There I, wasn't anything to his game where I was like, eh. So I think you know, the one thing holding him back, I think, is statistical, um, at yeah. least in the terms of like an NFL draft stock. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll have a lot of chance to build that up, and this will be a guy will probably, I think, continue to rise through the ranks. I think he'll be another day two guy easy. Well, I mean, hey, I, 
it, there's a lot that a positive draft um, pre-draft process can do. Look at Christian McCaffrey, who was looked at as a middle second round pick and managed to work his way into the top ten. Was he that low? They were talking like late second round. Yeah, yeah that's what you get. Um, but then, I mean, then obviously, like, hey, wait, this guy is a stud. Um, so Riley Ridley, like I said, the statistical, um, you know, lack of statistical success from being in the Georgia offense, very run heavy, doesn't have the opportunities of somebody who might be in a, you know, a real spread offense. So Hollywood Brown, per se. Yeah. Andy Isabella. Uh, so yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm excited. I'm hope if I can get him in the back end of the first of a dynasty rookie draft. Yes, absolutely. I am amped. Yeah, I, I'm pumped. Or you're I, gonna, re- or you're gonna reach like Anthony Miller and take him away from me. I almost feel. He uh, reach, though. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't reach. <laughs> uh, well, you definitely t- took him earlier than people like normally yeah. were in sh- or in dynasty leagues. For re- for record, Jordan took. He was my number Anthony. one ride receiver through the whole process. You knew when I was going to fucking. I knew it. it. Yeah. I knew exactly what you <laughs> were going to do. And it was also do. that was a pre draft draft pre NFL draft. Yeah, definitely. Draft. So I mean, yeah. At that yeah. point, you just take the guy you want. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I one still, thing I I'm just salty. I didn't get him. The last thing I want to say, I was kind of having thoughts of like Riley Ridley could almost be like this next level, Mike, like another another Michael Thomas. So my, Michael Thomas coming into the draft, very, uh, let's say not, um, raw, had the skills, but you didn't really see him on full display in Ohio State. That's comes, fair. To, comes into the NFL as a couple seasons, obviously playing with Drew Brees, um, but hones his skills and like right now is as good as any other receiver in the NFL. I think Riley Ridley with the, you know, in the right system with the right coach could very well be this next level. Player. I could see that too, especially because I mean, it's a, a talk about another guy that came out old as a prospect was Michael Thomas. Yeah, that's true. Michael Thomas was, you look, was probably going somewhere, especially before the draft was going somewhere in the 108 to 112 range in a standard yeah, 12 team draft. Definitely the back quarter of Yeah, for a rounds. while he, for early in the draft process, he was the second best guy behind Treadwell and then he just kind of kept Falling back and falling back and falling back. Was he in the Treadwell class? He was in the Treadwell class. So you're looking at guys who were taken before Thomas, Corey Coleman. Yeah. Um, Will Fuller, Josh Doxson. Yeah, Tyler Boyd, yeah. Josh Doxson. Ooh, man. That, that one still hurts. It does still hurt. Uh, all right. So Riley Ridley, anything else you guys want to say? I, so, I said my one big knock on him was that he does sometimes body catch when he should be high pointing a ball. That's what I said, too. That His hands are good not great he makes some great spectacular catches some good sideline grabs but there are some routine ones that just kind of slip through his fingers what are you looking, what are you looking for in the closet i was trying to yawn away from the mic <laughs> oh. well now we call it detention. oh what you yeah, fucking, exactly what you fucking bored <laughs> is that was that your one knock on him too was kind of his catching ability uh again i didn't really have a knock on him i I'm not as very hype. You, I'm assuming he's in both of your top fives. He's my top two or three right uh, now. So I'm thinking we're gonna release if you guys. So, so JB, I don't. I think I told Josh, not Brian. JB, I think I told Brian. Next week the plan is to kind of do a three round mock. Okay. Try to do a three round rookie yeah. mock. Um, but if we could have some kind of you know rankings to post after that, I think that'd be cool for people to look at. So yeah. now this is we can talk about this off mic. Maybe that's better to do after the combine. Maybe, maybe. Just a thought. Hold it, hold it off a week. The episode will be very close to the combine, but yeah. But I mean, let's get the combine numbers in, and not that that matters. No, for us, but that's what people really gonna dive into it. So, just Ma- a thought. 
Well, now, you, now you made every listener disappointed. They've already turned off their, I, their iPods and their Zooms and their <laughs> You're the only one who ever had a Zoom. Big Lots MP3 players. You're the only one who ever had a Zoom. Other people had Zooms. They look existed. At, look at him. He's having flashbacks. He plays radio. <laughs> did, did, did a Zoom play radio? Really? <laughs> That's not a feature radio. I ever used, but yeah, I did play radio. <laughs> you want to know why I got it? Because all the motherfuckers walk around with an 8-gig iPod for the same price I got a 32-gigabyte Zoom, so eat my ass. How my ass tastes, Kobe. I wish I could. Re- I really wish I could play that Donald Glover clip right now about the Zoom. It's a it's a great stand up clip. All right, all right, guys, ready to move on? Next yes. segment. Uh, oh, well, we're not gonna talk about the last wide receiver. We got we got. Well, we did. Do we do two wide receivers? We yeah. Did two. Okay. Well, that, my plan was to spit two, two, two. I mean, oh, between okay. the prospects. Okay. okay. Good. Um, You're the host. Sometimes. Sometimes. The host All the time. The mostest. So we're returning game today. Yay. Uh. We're going to play a little more of Dynasty Trade Calcomaniacs. Yay! Yeah! So, that, as always, the Dynasty Trade Calcomaniacs segment is brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Brian, you guys. You give us the spin. What, what, yeah. what, what will people find if they go to DynastyTradeCalculator.com? Everything your heart desires. You want ADP? They got it. You want articles? They've got it. Rankings? probably coming pretty soon or are already there i bet they don't have a dynasty trade calculator well it's funny you say that jordan because they do have a dynasty trade calculator that they keep up to date they update weekly daily secondly minutely even a secondly a that's secondly. a he- that's a hell of a fucking guarantee no, not, there brian not, not firstly but secondly oh okay so that, so that makes more sense <laughs> uh no really it's a great tool great guys over there uh they've got podcasts too we should probably mention that too that's also probably a well we're competing for airtime we're not gonna give them everything yeah we'll give, <laughs> give a little bit of this a little bit of that wink wink uh but yeah they've got great stuff over there that trade calculator is fantastic yeah it is it's a really great tool especially if you're very new to dynasty and you want a second opinion and if you're asking what is the trade calculator and obviously it's a way that you can size up and compare trades they give you an art they give you a score related to each NFL player related to each trade. It gives you a total score to see, is it a fair trade? Is it skewing one way or the other? So, guys, today we're going to play Dynasty Trade Calcomaniacs, which takes these trades and makes you two try and determine which way the calculator sides. All right. So we ready to rock? And roll. So JB has the first win. Brian, you got to come back up. Got to make us a fair episode. Question one. 12-team league. PPR. Standard scoring. Standard lineups side a antonio brown mm-hmm. side b antonio callaway damian williams and the 106 rookie pick this is already just a lot Anto- it, antonio brown one more time for those at home side a antonio brown side b antonio callaway damian williams and the 106 pick four for Antonio Brown. That's inside A first. Oh, okay, okay. My bad, my bad. My bad. <laughs> I thought that was all one package. I was no. like, dang, what is this? No, that's A, A B for the 106. Okay, Williams I'm with you. And Antonio Callaway. This is tough because obviously Antonio Brown's value is taking a bit of a hit. I feel like Antonio Callaway's value has dropped since, say, the start of the season, since preseason you of think? last year. I just think it's, I mean, people thought that he was going to be a plug and play, like wide receiver three. Well, I think, and, well, I think that's, that's what people thought in week one when he started starting. But yeah, now I'm not so sure where it is. Uh, will Cleveland add another receiver? Will they sign somebody? Right. Jarvis, right. and Jarvis Landry still seems to be first in the pecking order. Yes, for sure. So, and then you throw in Damian Williams here where we don't know what's going to happen with this guy. Are they going to bring in another running back? Oh, yes. I mean, 
I feel like that would. Try. I feel, yeah, I think they have to too. I think they would try the Kareem Hunt. Like, let's try another third round running. Back I just and saw see what happens. Talking about trades, I saw a trade on Twitter today that was the 105 for Damian Williams straight up. <sighs> That's bold. Yeah. That's really bold. I mean, it's. I was going to say that I've had really, he personal, did really well. I've had very bad experiences going after guys uh, with a lot of playoff success. Jeff Janis. <laughs> well, looking. Like, I mean, because Damian, Damian Williams didn't particularly tear it up in the regular season, did he? Like uh, his biggest games, he were I think were in the playoffs. Yeah, he was good, not great, and then in the playoffs, he was great. Exactly. So I mean, yeah, the Jeff Janis uh, Vietnam flashbacks will always <laughs> might keep me from buying a player with that high of. But certainly, I think there's just as much upside to Damian Williams as there is somebody you're going to get at the 106. So I can see both sides of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm how's, gonna, how's the, how you feeling about your game? Do you like to gamble, Brian? Do I? Do you like to roll the dice? Do I? Would you do it? What, would you take the 106 for Damian Williams? No, I would never. Would you give it away for Damian Williams? Sorry, I would take the 106 for Damian Williams. You'd rather have the pick. I would rather oh, have yeah, the definitely. pick. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. And I don't even like this draft class. All right. Well, back to so. the game. Side A, Antonio Brown. Side B, Antonio Callaway, Damian Williams, and the 106 pick. What side would you rather have, Brian? I would rather have, I would rather have side A, but I'm picking side B. You think side B is the higher point? I think side B has the higher points. Alrighty. JB, what are you thinking? So my thought is, with 106, you're probably getting someone along the lines of, let's say someone like maybe David Montgomery, maybe someone like, uh, Damien Harris. So, with that being said, with adding uh, adding Williams and Callaway, I think that's just three very mediocre guys for A B, or with guys with upside. Let me rephrase that: not mediocre. Let me say guys with upside. Guys with upside. It's a twist, you bitch. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with A B here. You're gonna go side A. I AB? think I'm gonna stick with A B here. All right, Brian takes the package deal. J B says the stud wide receiver. The package. Giggity. I do love my package. The correct answer. Antonio Brown, 38.8 total dynasty trade calculator points. Side B is 31.8. That's a little farther apart than I thought. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad it's not by off by decimals like it was the last time we played this game. <laughs> there's some that are close. I Dang mean, it. at those points, there's basically fair trades, but I'm still going to make you try and pick. Yeah, I mean, that that's... I, I don't know if that is a fair trade. I just figured the weight of the pick. I'd say this probably is not. I'd say you, need, you definitely would need another throw in to give up Antonio Brown. Yeah. The, the pick is the biggest asset with 15 points, and then Callaway's lower with 7.4. Um, what was Damian Williams? 9.4. 9.4. So he's like right in between the two. Gotcha. All right. So JB gets the point, takes an early lead in the game on the question two. 12-team PPR standard once again. Side A, Kenny Galladay. And carry on Johnson. Ooh. Side B, Sony Michelle. Ooh. And Corey Davis. Ooh. Can you go one more time? Absolutely. Side A. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Do you want the ooze again? Two? No. Too bad you're getting them. Kenny Galladay and carry on Johnson. Ooh. Both lines. Side B. Rare. I didn't intentionally do that, but that is true. Sony Michelle. Ooh. And Corey Davis. Ooh. Both in the AFC East. Oh, I'm just gonna say mine quick because I'm just no, gonna, they're not. I'm sorry. I'm I just going with my gut on this one. I'm gonna go with the Dave. I'm going with uh, Davis and Sonny Michelle. Stop it. That's what I was gonna say. JB takes side B. Brian, you gonna agree I, or are you gonna disagree? I am. You know me and Sony. You're still gonna take side B as well. Yes, sir. That's the right answer. Side B. You both get a point. Yay! Fifty total points on side B. Forty-eight on side yeah, A. I'm still just questioning Carry On Johnson. I'm not. 
I'm more. I would more question Kenny Galladay than I would carry on. Well, they're both. They were both on the same side. I think Corey Davis carries his own uh, questions with him. Yeah, but I think that Sony Michelle is head and shoulders the best prospect in that dra- in that trade there. So that's always kind of a good rule. Of thumb. And I would say Davis. I would say Davis has much of a, a much higher ceiling than Galladay would. Um, I don't know. if I would say it's close. I I would just my general rule of thumb when trading is I always try and get the best player out of it. You know. <laughs> does does that make sense? So so you're so you're the dick. Well, yeah, I I I want the highest rated piece. No, in nobody the trade. nobody trade with Brian. That's yeah, that's probably true. Twelve team PPR standard question three. Side A: James Connor and Stefan Diggs. Side B: David Johnson and Adam Thielen. One more time. Absolutely. Side A contains James Connor and Stefan Diggs. Side B receives David Johnson and Adam Thielen. What side are you taking, JB? Again, I'm going to go with my gut on this one. Just quick reaction. I'm going to go with Johnson and Thielen. Johnson and Thielen. I'm glad we disagree. JB takes side B. Brian, what are you thinking? I think that Adam Thielen's trade calculator rating is negative five, so it's really going to impact. <laughs> the Can you be any more racist? I'm really tired of you putting yes, down the I white could, man. I, I could be, but I'm I'm not. It's ridiculous. So, side A? Side A, please. All right. The right answer is side B. JB Damn. takes the point. 70.7 on side B, 65.4 on side A. When, what, I, when I DM the trade calc guys, they're going to have some strong words from me. Why don't we guess the highest price piece in that trade? Of those four guys, who is the highest value? Stefan Diggs. That's not right. Second highest value. Thielen. Thielen is third highest value. Who's first? David Johnson, 37.1. Good uh, good on them for keeping that value there because that's there even though everybody forgot about him last year. That is true. Yeah, absolutely. Still a stud. Mm -hmm. That offensive line was the worst offensive line in the league. Okay, guys. JB's in the lead. This is the tie, right? Three to two. No, didn't he get... We found three questions. He got the first one. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. It's actually three to one, isn't it? We tied one. It's, yeah, you, but he you tied one, so you both got the point. So that was your one point. Yeah, you mm. suck. Oh, and then JB has two. Is that it? <laughs> no, because I got I got one right. We we just disagreed, didn't we? Oh boy. So okay, so oh, JB boy. so JB got the first one right. That's one point. Then we tied. You both got the second one right. That's two to one. Uh-huh. JB got the third one right. It's three to one. It's, JB's in the lead. It's two to one. What are you talking? You just took a point away from him. Oh, you're right. Man, this match is hard. Mom, what the, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, you're confusing me. The next, so the next two questions are worth two points each. Yes, the next two questions are worth two points each. The last one's worth three, but they're gonna get a little bit harder. Twelve team PPR super flex question four. I figured this was coming. Side one. That's what she said. T. Y. Hilton and Dalvin Cook. Side B. If I say side A the first time, or if I say side one. Who cares? Side B, Deshaun Watson <laughs> and 206. Deshaun Watson and 206. One more time. Side A receives T.Y. Hilton and Dalvin Cook. Side B receives Deshaun, side B receives Deshaun Watson and 206. Who wants to kick us off? I think it, for once, I'm not going to go with the super, with the quarterback on this one. I'm going to go with, uh, Cook and T.Y. Would you see so trade Cook and T.Y. for Deshaun Watson on Superflex? I don't think I would. You don't think you would? I don't think I would either. I think you have a young 
top five quarterback. Even though Cook's value is probably down a little bit. I'm taking mm-hmm. side B. Give me that QB. You want the QB? Give me that QB. All right. So the quick, the correct answer is the QB. Side A. Not the QB. God. JB takes the point again. I, I, Get out of my face, Brian. I'm just going to have to start studying this this dynasty trade calculator. JB takes a commanding 5-1 to one lead. If only the next two were worth double, then triple. I've Ma- t- maybe, maybe. I've totally got rockets in my skis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the total was side A. T.Y. Hilton, Dalvin Cook, 53.4. Total DTC points. Side B. Deshaun Watson in 206, 43.6. Substantial. DTC points. Somewhat substantial. Yeah, not, not really a fair trade. Although a trade somebody very well could, could convince somebody into, because I think even the calculator might underweigh quarterbacks for what they are in a natural. It's doggy dog quarterbacks in a super flex league, kids. You don't mess around. Yeah. I don't think I would, I love Dalvin Cook. I don't think I would ever trade an aging wide receiver and an injury prone. We'll call him that for now running back for the for a top three dynasty quarterback one super flex i mean you i mean you fuck around you know one thing happens the next thing you know your only quarterback is josh mccown somehow <laughs> um it happens ladies and gentlemen you, you keep really seeing these flashbacks in his eyes first the zoom now this it's it's scary he's having a rough day all right question five 12 team ppr super flex side a philip rivers and aj green side b jared goff it's a super flex, right? The super flex. Side A, Philip Rivers and AJ Green. Oh, that's just it, just Jared Goff. And just side B, just Jared Goff. I'm gonna go. I'm ge- I'm getting the wide receiver along with it. I don't think the drop offs drop offs that severe. With that, you're getting a little bit of a downgrade in terms of age wise, maybe not in number. A little wise. bit. I say you're talking years here. Goff is. I think Rivers is probably almost ten years older than Goff. But you're also getting AJ Green in this. Who's? And AJ Green is also thirty. Approaching I'm still going. I'm standing by this one. Okay, JB wants side A. Brian, what are you thinking? I'm thinking that I need some points, so I, I'm taking Goff here. I, I think that that big gap is substantial, especially the age gap. AJ Green will not post another wide receiver one season in his career. Yeah, but as a team, you're getting two positions for one at that point. Two old positions. Yeah, so, with two starting positions for this next probably two years. The final answer. The correct answer is side A. Rivers and Green. It's the wrong answer. JB takes a commanding seven to one lead. Thirty nine point seven on side A. I need to stop being contrarian. In the words of J. Cole, get off my dick. Jer- hey, J- it was very close, thirty eight point eight. So it was like one point difference between wow. the two. That's close. So it was almost I mean, a fair it's trade a fair by trade. a lot of standards. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't knocking the that's definitely a very close trade, value wise. All right, guys. You ready to blow the doors off? Am I, can- I. So I, I actually I have a backup question. If Brian gets this, these last <laughs> points are worth three points apiece. <laughs> if Brian gets six, I have a bonus. I have an extra question for him to have a chance to tie. Jet said Dynasty, where we pander. <laughs> Jet said Fantasy Football, where <laughs> where nobody cares and the points don't matter. <laughs> question six, twelve point. No, sorry, twelve team PPR tight end premium. Yuck. Yes. Ew. What the fuck? Tight end premium. I didn't see that one coming, but it's on the calculator, so we're doing it. Side A, Zach Ertz. My boy. Oof. Side B, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, and Dante Pettis. Ooh. So in a tight end premium league, would you rather have tight end number one, Zach Ertz, or a trio of young wide receivers 
Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, and Dante Pettis. Who wants to say something? Who's thinking? This is a tough one, don't you think? Yeah, so I don't really believe in any of those three wide receivers to be game-changing, but I feel like the calculator has has to weight their youth, their ability. Potential? Yeah, potential. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. But I'm saying Zach Ertz. I'm also going to say Zach Ertz. Why can't you just disagree just once? Because I actually think it's Zach Ertz. <laughs> he stuck with his gut. He, no, you're is, the one that's been disagreeing from him every well, this time. Is, I know. This is the problem with these games is that I, even if I agree with you, I disagree with you just because I want to win. have different points. Well, it's time to face the facts, guys. You're both wrong. Oh. I uh, should disagree. The very close trade, only three points apart. 30 mm. for side B. Godwin, Lockett, and Pettis. 27.7 for wow. side A. Interesting. I would still take Ertz in that. I would too, but honestly, it depends on your team. If you to have that stud tight end is worth a lot to a lot of people. Okay. Typically, to get an Ertz, let's be honest, you have to overpay. So let, in a super or in tight end premium, yeah, you have to overpay extra. So yeah. so let, let's role play. Let's pretend that you are rebuilding. Would you make that trade to get those three? Oh, rebuilding, I would. I would take the wide receivers. Would you even a tight end premium? Yeah. Okay, I, I probably would too. Because he's not a building block. He's Ertz he, isn't a building block. I don't think so. Maybe uh, maybe a tight end premium. I don't. I know. just don't have that much experience in tight end premium. It's yeah, that's because nobody that's ever tight. wants to do it with me. Because um, yeah, it fucks the scoring, man. I'm not into it. So I, I lost the league this week. One one of the ones I was doing with some guys got shut down because there was an effect inactivity. So, oh, it got shut down. Yeah, they just they didn't renew it. So mm. I'm down a league. Down a league. Rut row. I need to be down a couple leagues. That's at the DLF forums. <laughs> <laughs> Go right. back to last week's episode for that. So, so the last trade I have actually. So in a tight end premium, it's an all tight end trade. Side A, Travis Kelsey. Okay. Side B, David Njoku. Rapid fire here. OJ Howard. Ooh. Dallas Goddard. Oh, shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, Say that one more time. So on one side, you're getting Travis Kelsey. The other side's getting David Njoku, OJ Howard, and Dallas Goddard. Wow. Uh, I'm probably still taking Kelsey. Even a tight end premium, I will not start more than one tight end. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to agree with Brian on that one for that same logic. Kelsey actually did have more points on that one. Wow. Good, good, good way to sniff that out. Wow. That's tough, though. That would be really tough. But JB takes a commanding 2-0 lead on the episode. Congratulations, JB. Got to feel good, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> are you uh, how, how hard are you right now? Uh, on a scale from 1 to 10. Maybe two and a half. Are you hard enough to discuss Andy Isabella? <laughs> All right, here's my notes on Andy Isabella. Another stereotypical, uh, what is it? Um, Ryan Switzer? White? Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> uh, what, or, yeah, just another gadget player. My only question is, when will the Patriots draft him? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching him, and I thought more, I thought more of Jar- I was thinking more of Jarvis Landry when I was watching him, to be completely honest th- with you. I was thinking of a Percy Harvin. Percy? Oh, really? Yeah. Really? You think he's that athletic? I think he's athletic, yeah. I think, but again, I think he's just a gadget guy. I think so, he'll be, again, he'll be another guy who is better for a football team than your fantasy team. Well, this is a guy that played uh, outside, slot, inside. I mean, he played a lot of Massachusetts, was the top receiver in the NCAA last year. Well, so I think what you have to take into account here is he, he's probably an above average athlete, but where, where do you go to school? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, you He's not playing anybody, so he's going to look more athletic than. I mean, he looked good in the pro or in the else. senior bowl. He, did, uh, he, did he had a big good. game against Georgia. 
He did, but that was one play. I watched the tape. He had like one like ninety nine yard play or something like that. I think I think you're exaggerating, but yeah, he, he did. Still, he held his own. Junk. He did. He it. I don't even know if I'd say he held his own. He held his own. I I wasn't impressed. He held his own. I mean that that line was. I didn't really like him that much, but I mean I don't think you're gonna put him down like that. I think he was. I think he was. He's tough. I mean yeah. I I think I think his life is a is a Ryan Switzer role in the slot in a, as a possession type receiver. I think he's better than Ryan Switzer. Uh, I think you're. I think you're really just. I just I just don't. We we see guys like this every year, and we don't ever really see them pan out. I don't know. I think there's something. Uh, he's not. I don't think he's just another like safety net slot receiver like we see like a Ryan Switzer. I mean, he does have a deep ability to him. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, I don't. Know. I think he's like you said. I don't, I don't think he's record breaking fast. I think he'll probably run like he might run a late four four. Yeah. Um, but he's very quick out of his routes. Very sh- uh, sharp cuts. Very soft hands. I think there's room for this guy. Guy, guy like this in the NFL. I just don't know on what team. What's the si- What's his size? How big is he? Five ten, one ninety five. So I don't, even, like, I don't know why your profile. Well, Switzer, I think, is smaller than that. I mean, Switzer's very. He's like five six, but I, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. He's just I his just, size very well may limit him to a slot role on I, team. I, I think it will. I just, what is he five ten? He just said five ten. Yeah, but I mean, like, well, this is. I mean, in the NFL, that's a five ten guy is the best receiver in the NFL right now. Yeah, but that's also an anomaly. I don't mean, use big words. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's an anomaly, but I think it's enough of a reason for you what not to just dismiss say? somebody because he's like, oh, he's short. He's a slot guy. Oh, I think it's pretty flawed scouting, Brian. I don't think so. I, I think that I'm not going to touch this guy in the first probably 20 picks. I'm probably not going to draft him. If he's sitting there in the middle of the second, I might snoop. I might. Sc- I might scrape him up. May- maybe. Uh, yeah. Late. Late second is probably where I would maybe look at him right now, and that's because I have probably scouted 20 players. Um, obviously, big things holding him back was that he did mostly play underneath Massachusetts. Um, lined up all over the formation, but really wasn't asked to do. Um, he's more of a situational deep threat than somebody that was, you know, running deep routes regularly. Regularly, yeah. So, anything else to say on Andy Isabella? What grade would you give him, guys? What grade? C. C. Well, no. again, for your t- for your again for your football team, he will contribute for you. But as a fantasy option, I just don't think he's gonna. Do much for you. I'll, I'll give him a, a B minus. Uh, who'd you rather have, JJ Arcega Whiteside or Andy Isabella? JJ Arcega Whiteside. Ooh, you guys are cute. Thanks. Uh, we didn't give a overall grade for Riley Ridley. A. Just a flat A. I give him an A as well. Solid B. Solid B. Again, I think again, I'm not as sold as you wow. guys are, but <laughs> definitely A. Hands down, an A. All right, guys, ready to get on to the running backs? Yes. Running back, running back to you, Bruce Anderson of North Dakota State. Like you said, I, I saw somebody talking about this guy on Twitter, and I thought, you know, let's talk about somebody um, out of the ordinary on Jet Set Fantasy Football. Let's really give those, the, you know, those Dyna nerds what they want. Dynamite. Uh, so, Brian, you said you like Bruce Anderson. I did. I did like Bruce Anderson. Uh, I thought he he had a big body that ha- was paired with you know above average athleticism. Uh, he seemed very comfortable catching the ball and in pass blocking, he was a very willing blocker. Good inside tackles, above average outside tackles, could make a, a guy or two miss. Uh, my, I don't even know if it's a big knock, but it just always stands out to me that he was a very upright runner. I, I have that as a negative for pad, him too. Yeah, pad, pad level was very high, so. And then, of course, college, uh, college, what do you want to call it? 
he went to North Dakota State, so college competition. Yeah, true, very true. Um, so when I was watching Bruce Anderson, what really jumped out to me, he almost is like a, uh, I'll say Derek Henry lights. Um, there was some, there was sometimes he was playing. I'm always like, oh, he's almost like a Marlon Mack esque player, but his tape all in all was very inconsistent. He, first off, he needs any, he needs steam to get going. He does. If he doesn't have any room, he's dead on arrival. Right. Um, not a guy that can make his own fortune. I think he's also, you liked his inside running. I thought he was very timid on the inside. If there was like maybe a big hole or maybe a guy fell down, he was quick to kind of jump on it. Mm. But ultimately, he was kind of uh, tippy-toeing, I thought, through the inside of the line, not running with any kind of determination. See, I think you call that tiptoe. I think I might call that a little more patient. See, I didn't, I would say my, well, we're going to talk about Miles Sanders in a minute. Miles Sanders, I think, displayed more patience. Yes. Bruce Anderson displayed more, like I said, timidness to me. Um, and I guess it really, like I said, what it comes down to what you see yeah, when you look how, at him. Play. How, how do you perceive it? Right? Yeah. Um, like I said, vision very inconsistent. There are sometimes like, oh, that was a good bounce out. Yeah. And there's another times like he's like just move left and there was a big hole. That's that's my big knock on him. Uh, I also think he his movement has no suddenness to it. Um, like I said, he needs speed to get going. Yeah. Um, he's not a guy to bust out a stiff arm to break somebody. It's like if he's not running full speed, you probably got him. Um. See, my I, I noticed a lot of break tackle ability. I thought he very rarely went down on first contact. Okay, that I'll admit that. There was sometimes that like I'm like, wow, this guy has unbelievable balance. Yes. Um there was one play that he ran through the line, there was like two or three guys on him, he spun out of yes. contact with all three of them. Yes. And then like got hit a little bit further ahead. And that, I'm like, wow, that's unbelievable. It, but then he just fails to do it any other time. It's it's stuff like that though. He you talk about his inconsistency. I would say one of his most consistent things was that he was never going down on first contact. Well, ultimately, the thing you talk about is that his kind of level of competition. Right. If he has those skills against these guys, he should be busting that like every play. I feel like he should be he should be ahead of this. Like when Cooper Cup was in Division Two, he was a whole tier above these guys he was playing with. And I think when you look at guys with this level of competition, those skills might come through occasionally. But ultimately, the fact that he can't kind of pull them out whenever he wants to is why he's playing at this level. And that's why he's not a combine invite. Yeah, I, I was surprised he wasn't a combine invite. Uh, yeah, I mean... JB, do you want to say something? Yeah, I, I know you, you kind of just I, watched him, but... I really don't have much to say. I only watched a little bit, but to me, he just looks like a bruiser guy who can catch. You know, it's funny that you said Marlon Mack, because now that you say that, he his running style, I think, was kind of Marlon Mack-esque. Obviously not the athlete that Marlon Mack is, but I think he has the tools to be a three down back because he's a very, very good receiver. Um, see, you say he's a, I don't quite say he's a good receiver. He had some nice cat. He had a, he had a deep ball. On there the were a couple, yeah, I saw that, but I mean, I would say he was good at high pointing the ball and rolling in it. I'm not sure that that's not really a position you see NFL running backs in. It was very, like, I feel like he ran, I think I saw him catch like three or four running back streaks up the field. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I saw like an NFL running back catch a streak. I mean, and he did it well. I'm not taking that away from him. I think he has some of those chops, uh, but I think it's a different game than what he was being utilized in. I agree. But when you're evaluating, I think his ability to catch the football, I think just the comfortableness and the naturalness that he was catching the ball with will translate to the next level. All right. So let's move on. Move on to Penn State. And well, the happy let's give an overall grade. Oh, I'm sorry, I almost yeah. forgot. He's just so disinteresting. Uh, well, Brian, your overall grade. I give him a B plus. Give him Ooh. a C. I give him a C plus. I, I didn't watch. Enough. I have no. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't know honest. why I looked at you. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I know you yeah. didn't have a grade. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. That's okay. <laughs> Force of habit. We forgive you. To be honest, You're just I don't so think handsome. my opinion will change. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sure it will. 
All right, ready to Miles Sanders. JB, you know something about Miles Sanders, don't you? Yeah, say uh, words, JB. <laughs> What do you think about Miles Sanders? You like him? I do. Um, I'm not in love with him, but I think he could be Saquon Barkley 2.0. Not at all. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> Fuck! But he wears the same uniform. Does he have the same? No, that he 24. Does... Oh, okay. Barkley was 22, I think. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, don't I don't remember. Is he 22 with the Giants? I think he's 20. I thought it was 28. Fuck! We, 20, we're, he's 26. That's right. Yeah, he's you're 26. right. We're all you're over the map. Yeah, you're definitely right. Uh, yeah. He's another one of those guys uh, who I think does a lot of things well, not great. Um, I'd agree with you. I'd say he's kind of a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, this Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Brian? You said you said of the guys we watched, you think he was your favorite. Yeah, I, I think jack-of-all-trades, master of none is a good way to describe him. I know you like guys like that. You're a huge Peyton Barber fan. Huge Peyton Barber <laughs> I fan. I was a huge Peyton Barber fan. <laughs> but I, I think that he's... I, watching him run, he to me out of these three guys, he looked like the he looked like an NFL running back. Yeah, I would agree. He, I would agree he with that. Himself, the way that he set up blocks, the way that he was able to shake defenders downfield, uh, I I think he should be a late round, late first round pick in your dynasty leagues. I would I would give him a second. He's he's one of the guys who kind of fits my mold as a guy with. Uh, higher floor, and I, those are the guys who I seem to. Yeah, see, I saw him as more of a late second, early third. But really, that far? I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't really on, of a buying too much of what he was selling. Um, I mean, again, I'm just not even a huge fan of this running back class in the first place. I agree with you guys. Said um, he was. A, he, he's a shifty runner. Um, is. is how I would describe it. Uh, he's also. I think he was patient at times. Um, he's fast and out of his cuts and reads his blockers pretty well. I think my biggest thing about him is I think his, uh, his vision needs a lot of work. I think there were some, a lot of holes he wasn't really finding cutbacks. I'm not really sure if he even has the, if his athleticism is in that tier that he's able to utilize them really. I think it is. I think he's kind of a middling athlete. Um, I wouldn't say, yeah, I'd say, I gave his athleticism grade a B. Um, I think he's about the average, uh, he's about to say replacement level running back athleticism. I, gave, I, would I describe gave him a B plus for it. My, I think my biggest knock on him was two things. Obviously, you're going to hear a lot of people saying one-year producer, which here at Jet Set Fantasy Football, we don't really care about college production. We want to see what's on the tape. But, and I think. I care about college production sometimes. Okay. Well, you're the only one. Uh, and I think the, I think the big thing that he was lacking was any real power or strength to his, uh, to his run style. Yeah. He's not afraid to lower the shoulder, but I didn't, like, I didn't really see him break many tackles. Right. I might, you know, I saw him shift away from guys, but ultimately a lot of people that contacted him brought him down. The only tackles that he was really breaking were like the ones that you saw, like, one arm or coming on the back of his jersey kind of thing. Like, I saw him hurdle a guy, so I'm impressed. Well, you know, that worked for Mark Andrews, so... Well, no, it wasn't Mark Andrews. Uh, who's the other one? Who's the, the other tight end that they drafted before? Max, oh, Max, Max Williams. Williams. Yeah, he did that once. <laughs> he did. So, if overall, we're talking oh, grades, or are we going to say the same thing? Yeah, well, yes, overall grades. Uh, I would say, like, B-. minus. I'd probably say B- minus too. I'd probably agree with you. Yeah, there. I'd probably give him a B, an even B. You like Bruce Anderson more than Miles Sanders. Because you gave Bruce Anderson a B plus. You do remember that, right? I, I do. He's like, oh, shit. But my grades have to be consistent. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're very close, I think. I think they're very close. 
All right. So we have one more prospect to talk about, guys. And then we're about finished with the episode. We're already over an hour. I think we've done a lot here. I think so, too. So let's discuss. I think we had some polarizing views on this one. We feel about Travion Williams. We did. Of Texas A&M. He's probably my favorite out of these three. I agree. Really? Thank you. Really, really, really. I didn't know JB's opinion. Brian told either. us he didn't like him. But. I didn't like him. Uh, you guys go first. I'll tell you what I didn't like later. I'll tell you what. Travion Williams has very strong vision. I think he's very capable of seeing holes. Um, uses a stiff arm very effectively and utilizes cutbacks brilliantly. I think he's above average athleticism, tremendous balance. Um, very fast. Very fast. I think I wouldn't say, I'm not sure he's quite the blazer, um, but he's more than fast enough to make him the NFL. Uh, keeps his feet going through the tackles, uses angles to beat defenders. The guy just has a nose for space. I think at the goal line, he just finds the hole. Um, really, that's what really impressed me the most was the guy, just the guy has an innate sense for how his blockers are being, he understands to follow the asses. Um, he's like he knows what he's doing. The only thing, the only real knock I had on him was <clears throat> if he he gets stopped at the first line defense, I think pretty pretty substantially. Like I think at the next level, I think people like Aaron Donald, people like Snacks Harrison, people like. Nadamakatsu will eat this dude alive, but if he gets past that first level, that man is gone. He is. See you later. Because he's a small dude. Those my, defensive tackles and ends, I think, can eat him up. Before you start digging into him, I'll see. My, my my biggest thing holding him back was that I feel like he almost tries to fight inside too hard. A lot of these college running backs we see um, are trying to bounce stuff out constantly. Right. Almost see Trayvon Williams was always trying to bounce stuff inside when he probably should have hit the sideline. Um, other than that, this is one of the favorite, my favorite running backs we've watched so far. Yeah, I mean, th- this is honestly probably one of my least favorite running backs. Yeah. So my, the biggest thing that I saw that really turned me off, I didn't think he was that fast. I, I watched, now, he, I, he's I watched, not fast. I'm out. No. <laughs> I agree with you. I don't think he, I guess I don't think he's a burner, but I also didn't see change of speed. He was one speed from the point of when he grabbed the ball and when he finished. I, hard, I heartily disagree. I, I, I didn't see any burst. I didn't see. Any real acceleration. I saw the same speed from behind the ball. You weren't watching Dexter my... Williams, were you? No, I was not. No. <laughs> and never, Dexter McCluster. Admittedly, <laughs> Dexter the, the two games I watched was Ole Miss and Bama. So. Yeah, I watched, I, mean, the, I watched Bama, LSU, and Northwestern State. He had a lot more to do, especially at Bama was rough, definitely. They, yeah. they, they wholeheartedly shut down that offense. They did. Um, well they, I think they you, should because they're Alabama. Yeah, you got a definitely a bad sample size because that I did. And that I, line I, was I doing will, nothing against Bama. I will go back and evaluate, reevaluate, but just right now I'm just not impressed. Uh, I don't know if it was the Bama game or the Ole Miss game, but he got stuffed on like three tries in a, in a row from like the one Bama. Yeah, and I right it it's Bama, but. I want, he didn't show any power. He didn't show any strength. He wasn't going to run anybody over. I was, I was watching, I was specifically watching. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, man, it was like, him. it wasn't fair how much better Bama's D line was than Texas A&M's O line. Yeah. You'd like, they'd snap the ball and the, like, the line of scrimmage would instantly be where the defensive, two yards, like, back. Two yards <laughs> yeah. behind the defenders. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I, I honestly, I like watching Bama games because I want to see. Obviously, there's a ton of NFL talent compared to probably 50% NFL talent, and that's probably being generous. But I like to see if they can beat it, beat it one on one, make a play with it. 
Uh, obviously, I don't expect consistently there. Well, you're asking you're asking these players to be superstars to you know shine in your eyes. That's just not the case. Well, no, I'm asking the flash against NFL talent. That's not flashing against. I mean, you're, this is a team sport, Brian. You're asking them to be superstars. You make plays by no. yourself. You're Saquon Barkley. You're a superstar. When, when I'm watching Trayvon Williams against Bama, I'm asking him to. I want to see some really good plays. Not a ton. I want to see four or five plays to say, "Wow, that was special." I just didn't see. Yeah, yeah you're full of shit. Mm, I'm not. Do, do your homework. Watch better games. I watched two games. I'm going to watch more. I do more homework. I watch three, almost four. So shut up. Almost four. Look at this guy. Yeah, go home. (laughs) Quit picking on my guys. (laughs) Someone say go home? Is that the school bell? So final grade for Travion Williams before we head out. C plus. I'd give him that solid like 86 and a half. Not a B plus, but I almost there. A minus. Fuck your couch. Fuck fuck (laughs) your couch. You're sitting on part of my couch. (laughs) <laughs> these are facts is this part of your your sectional that's it, up here it is that's hilarious yeah there was too many pieces all right and that is great and now it's a chair <laughs> and it works nicely and that and that will give me swamp ass one day a week every week true love if i ever heard it all right guys we are out of here that's all we got for jet set fantasy football be sure to follow us on twitter at jet set dynasty if you like us the host you can follow us too at podcast nut at Bear 60 At I was drinking a beer. At Football Bride 15 At I was drinking a beer. There's somebody that definitely has that tag. Oh, if it's not, I might take uh, it. I was say, I'm about to check it right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also connect with us on our also social media platforms. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, I'm a producer of memes now. Meme Master J, if you will. Yeah, go check out nice the, rap name. the Instagram is Thank good. You. The Instagram is good. Check I, out the Instagram. I try. I really do. Facebook is just a stinky place. Um, still got the film room, jetsetdynasty.com forward slash yeah, film. Yeah, I saw you just updated it three days ago, it looked like. Uh, yeah, I did, I did, I did the ability to sort, um, players. So you can now look at the prospects we've listed by first name, last name, or conference, whatever your preference is. A small feature, but could be important for some people. So, I, can we tell a quick anecdote before we leave? An anecdote? Just a quick one, very quick, you, <laughs> that you both saw. So I tried to go on jetsetdynasty.com at work at lunch. And I got it got blocked by the pornography filter. Yeah, yeah it, it came up and it was like, "This site is blocked." Reason: pornography. It's like it's football porn. It is pretty damn sexy. Football porn. It is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> A little too hot for work, apparently. <laughs> NSFW. Then <laughs> I just picture Brian. That how that works? I picture Brian in his little cubicle. Uh, pulling out his pants like oh kelvin Harmon, take me away <laughs> actually i was in the lunchroom thank you fuck it's blocked i have no shame <laughs> oh yeah so you're I- my chinese lois <laughs> you, you just hear brian <laughs> in the middle of his office i didn't, have my, I didn't have my hand down my pants <laughs> all right jb take us out thanks for listening guys uh, i think you should go out there and trade maybe draft some and maybe just kick some ass bye Let's go. Let's go. Hit it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Here it comes. Wait for it. Wait for it. Here it comes. Wait for it. Wait for it. Here it comes. Five, four, three, two, one. Let the beat drop. Let's go.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.